Here comes your brother. Walk right in. We're rolling, baby. Get right in. Get right in. You, uh, you started already? Yeah, dude. The only thing the only thing it was missing is the glasses. Look at this. The mirror image. Get down, dude. Yeah. What's up? Did it look familiar? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. I saw that in the mirror this morning. I, bro, it literally, when they brought this out, I was like, what, what is the pig's name again? Abby. I was like, dude, I'm calling it Joe. And it re- every time you call Joe, it snorts. You, tr- <laughs> you tried to do this last time and it didn't work out. Well, no, I didn't. I tried, yeah, because I couldn't get them. Because I had the idea. I had the idea to have a pig on with us the last time. And I thought of it too late, thank but you, then, you. thank God, uh, Homeless Pimps Audio broke, and we never were able to put the episode oh, out, so now right. I got a second opportunity. That episode we did, we did a, by the way, we did a whole hour episode, Joe and I, that was great, that the audio is horrific on, it's unusable, but I'm going to put it up for free on Patreon because I'm a fucking capitalist pig. Oh, wait, you got it back? Pimp gave it to me. It sounds like shit, but Vito said he'll just fix it with AI, dude. Oh, okay. AI will fix okay. everything, including, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Did you come with the pig? Oh, they have to watch it to make sure you don't <laughs> yeah, do anything to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. There, dude, there's all these fucking rules and regulations with this goddamn pig, and this thing costs $430 an hour. <laughs> this episode better that's, work. That's, yeah, this fucking pig is more expensive than you. That's crazy. I would have rather you just paid me to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'll go I'll go to places for $430 <laughs> an hour. Yeah, sounds better than your gigs in fucking Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Are you not wearing socks? I'm so fucking hungover right now, dude. I, I feel terrible. Why Nobody cares about my show. The, the guest, the first guest came in hungover. Who was the first Slushy guest? Slushy was his name. He's a DJ, dude. We're going to his show tonight at 11. Slushy? Yeah, dude. Look at him. He looks like you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. He does. He does look like DeRosa. Who, what kind of DJ is he? EDM. You okay. want to go to the show? No. All right. Not even kind of. What'd you do? <laughs> What'd you do last night that you're hungover, dude? We got Joey Roses? I went to the uh, I went to the fiftieth uh, anniversary hip hop at Radio City Music Hall. Oh, well, uh, um, uh, the Italian woman was telling me that he got you the tickets, right, Emilio? Yeah, Emilio. Yeah. He his through his contact. How over was there. it? It was unbelievable. Really? I texted Emilio today, and he was making fun of me, and I was like, I know you're going to make fun of me because he was like, How was the show? And I go, Honestly, dude, I go, I. Please, like, it, it, like, send whatever message you can to the person who hooked me up over there. I go, it was so amazing. It was like a culmination of something I've loved my entire life. Like, I feel like I witnessed history. Like, right. it, was, it was like, honestly, a beautiful experience I'll never be able to replicate. <laughs> and he made fun of me. Yeah, I, I was, I, honestly, it was one of those things where I want to make fun of you so hard that my mind has nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no. PMD. I met PMD from EPMD before No, I'm the fucking show. around. I think, I dude, look terrible in that you, picture. No, you don't, dude. You look fine. What do you think's wrong with you there? I don't know. I just look like shit. Yeah, but weren't you just but at I'm the so, concert all night? I said I wasn't going to talk about this. I've been taking Ozempic. Oh, you, yeah, you texted me not to bring it up. That's because, why I brought it up in the cold open with the pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go, you look good since you stopped taking Ozempic. <laughs> I didn't want to talk because everybody's going to... I, I can't... I don't even read the comments, but I just don't feel like getting messages from people with their opinions. I don't care. But you said you don't like it anymore, actually. And we can, I, if you feel bad, if you want to take it out, we'll take it out No, later. no, no, but, I don't care. My yeah. body, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't understand why I wouldn't. The, the only reason I didn't want to talk about it was because I was like, I don't feel like, I can't stand when people try to give me advice on anytime you're on anything. And you could talk about like, I'm not going to eat carbs. Something right. so stupid. 
and people start writing, oh, I see you've, you now worship at the altar of the idiots who think carbs. It's like, shut up. Yeah, but that's about them, not you. No, you I know, know that by now. They're not, it's, you don't worry about what they think. I, no, I don't, I don't yeah. care. I just, it's just, I just, sometimes I get a glimpse of it and I, I get, get it. Annoyed. I get it. But, but anyway. So, 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 but you don't like it. Well, it just, it, it adjusts your body and the way your body processes food, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, it's just like, like, like you can't drink on it. Like you, you can, but it is like, dude, it is processing this alcohol in a very different way than like your, it hurts your stomach. It will if you drink too much. Really? And I, last night, I was, me and Ari went to that show, and I was really Another dead set pig. on, like, having, I know, but an animal. <laughs> yeah. I was dead set on having a good time, and I was, like, I basically was, I was telling Q this morning, I was, like, I was like, I, I don't think you know who you're dealing with, those epic. You think, yeah. I'm not going to get drunk tonight? I'm getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, literally, like, tried to barrel through it, and I just feel horrible Dude, for you always today. do that. You drank... You had you were taking that other medicine last year that said that literally what if you drink on it it stops alcoholics dead on their tracks because if you drink on it you get all mm. the the things that happen to you when you're drunk you lose motor function but you don't get the fun drunk and right. you still drank through that and you just you were in a wheelchair every day the next day <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I on that I only would have like three or four drinks which I guess to a lot of people is a lot to me yeah. I'm like yeah it's what? like a like, warm up yeah what yeah. are we even doing here um, but like last night we had. Me and Hari had, at, we had a martini at dinner, and then we had, at the show, one, two, three, four, we had four or five White Claws at the show, and then we went to the stand. You're drinking like a girl in the Hamptons. Because it was, it was the only, there was, <laughs> there was no line for the White Claw stand, oh, yeah, so we I, just went to it, yeah. yeah. I know, at a, at a 50th uh, hip-hop anniversary show, no, nobody's getting White Claws. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, the White Claw line yeah. was wide the open. The Hennessy line was around the block. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was a long line. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, the, uh, but we, uh, and then we went to the stand, and we were having, an, we were having another one, and I go, I go, do you want to do a shot? And he was like, what are you, nuts? Like, I'm drunk. And I was like, dude, I don't feel anything right now. And you think it's because of the way the Ozempic processes it, like blocks it? I think. I don't know. It's weird. But, like, you don't, even the buzz is just different. Right. Like, when I finally did start catching a buzz, because I was literally like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to bang two shots real right. quick and try to catch up to something. Right. God, I'm, a, I'm an animal. Dude. I don't know why I do this. But anyway. And um, why don't you wear that shirt last night to the rap concert? <laughs> I had to wear it to your fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid hipster set you put together. I know. Here. You don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to burn I, it down for an insurance job. I, I, I like it. I like it. You don't I, love it, though. It, it only bothers me because you put real effort into your stuff. And, right. and like taste buds, all we did was paint the wall. Yeah. Half yellow. Well, I have <laughs> to do it. I got like eight kids I got to take care of. <laughs> no, it honestly You have a bunch really of video game. games. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, dude, you told... Dude, the other day you said that you fucking... Your, your house is surrounded by video games. You said that you can't fit another video game in your house. Yeah, my apartment's too small. Dude, there's no more shelf space. I'm no like I'm out of space. What are you doing? You're getting you're getting consumed by video games and you're drinking with Ari Shafir for five a.m. <laughs> but it's not. I don't want you to think it's like hoarder. Like there's piles around me. It's just you only have so much room for shelves and storage, and I'm at capacity. Are you going to move to the Poconos? No. You said you wanted to move to. There was, there was know, one point said, you wanted to move to the. Poconos. I said a lot of things during the lockdown. I know. I, you know, Dude, I opened a hoagie did. store. Yeah, I had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I opened a hoagie store. You, dude, do you realize 
By the way, Joey Rose's sandwiches, I've said this a million times, the be- I think some of the best sandwiches in all of New York City, which is saying a lot because there's a lot of fucking sandwiches in New Thanks, York buddy. City. Yeah. Thank you, man. And yeah, and unfortunately, there's a lot of this guy gets eaten left and right, in that, which sucks. Yeah, and, and Because that's the thing with pigs is like how smart and cuddly, like you can't eat. If you went and ate bacon today, you're like a cannibal. Uh, you, it, can you eat, could you eat a bacon and egg and cheese in front of him, her? I them? don't think so. It's tough. I don't think so. Even the lady who's handling the pig was like, you can't eat bacon. You can't eat pig products when you're around pigs. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's a little extreme. Would I be able to get over it later? That I don't. I couldn't speak to. I haven't really I bonded with the pig. Yeah, you're drinking through fucking Ozempic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to ham through a pig. Are you depressed right now? Do you feel depressed with the hang? Because sometimes it, because I feel like sometimes no. it hits you hard. No, I'm not depressed. I'm, I'm, well, well, here's the thing, too. I don't want to make it sound like I'm going out a lot as I take the Ozempic and drink. I'm not. I haven't, I haven't really been out in a few weeks since I started taking it. Right. So I really wanted to just have a night. I wanted to blow off some steam. And I was like, oh, f- uh, there, there, you got to be able to, right? Yeah, of course, dude. You, you got to live life. And, uh, and I'm just paying for it today. I'm not sad at all. I feel, I don't even feel hungover. Like, I don't have a headache. I don't have a stomachache. My body hurts. Right. My <laughs> body is like, dude, what did you do? You know what I mean? Here, I feel, you want to hold the pig? But actually, too, I worked out yesterday for the first time, so maybe I'm just sore from that. You might just be sore from working out. What did oh, you do? What I can drink out on Zepic! Yes! <laughs> do I just pick it up? Yeah. yeah. But, but like, like as, if it, as if it was my baby. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> so you can have one of these as a pet at home? Oh, I feel like I'm hurting it. Is that, is that a squeal to hurt? This is Sam off camera from New York Teacup Piggy. She's, she's lovely. Can you have one of these as a pet or do they not recommend it? No, they, they all go. Oh, here we go. Aw. Here we go. In Port, my Puerto Rican relatives would call this perni. What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Stefano. This is Joe DeRosa. I have a brand new hour of stand-up material coming your way August 18th, 19th, Borgata, Atlantic City. Then we got September 5th and 6th, Irvine, California, September 8th, Portland, September 9th, Seattle, September 22nd, Radio City, New York City, September 23rd, Theater at Madison Square Garden, September 30th, Las Vegas, Nevada at the Cosmopolitan, all the ticky wickies at chrisdcomedy.com, October, California, Nebraska, Missouri, we're coming all over, then November, December, Florida, check them out. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. And then if you want to see Joe DeRosa's dates, that's at New York Piggies.com. What's that mean? It's a, it's a pig product. So you're going to hand them to me? Yeah, you want. Do you mind? No. All right, here we go. All right. All right. You're going home, baby. You're going back to your big brother. Okay. He's okay? Yeah. That's a rough noise, dude. He's all right. Doesn't sound right. Sorry, sorry. Sit right down. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There we go. Oh, wow. Yeah, just you know. She okay? She's all right, dude. She's just getting. Look, she's calming down. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah, just move the mic. Wow, dude. Look at dude. You're like the pig whisperer. <laughs> that was the worst noise I've ever heard in my life. Is that, that that didn't seem like right, right? No, dude, it's uh, <laughs> she's saying it's fine. What's yeah. your name? Sorry, Sam. Sam. Sam's it, saying it's fine, but I feel like that's I, just how they. It's kind of like a dog barking. Right. Okay, I got you. It's like uh, put the blanket, pull the blanket from his from pull her. The front of the blanket. Pull the blanket. Yeah, there we go. 
I feel like this is what it sounds like when me and you are having a conversation. Just What's squeals. Yeah, yeah, right? Well, but, I want to just get her up on the blanket so she's... Oh, it's okay. Sorry. Sorry. Dude, see, this is what it is with you, man. You're like a very compassionate, loving guy. You would be like a great dad. I you think don't I want would kids? Be. You'd be... Look at... Look, you calm this, the, the baby pig down in a second. I don't, I don't know if she's... <laughs> I hope... I really hope she pisses on you that's why i moved the blanket under nah, her. i was like afraid she was gonna pee on me i mean but don't, yeah are you going are you not going out again tonight uh, yeah i don't think so um but you'd be a great dad dude uh i've thought about it i think i actually would be a pretty good dad but um do you want to do it not uh, look there's aspects of it that i think would be nice but i i, I know that i would not want that full-time commitment so what about just having a kid and not being with like like the woman? But, but oh, I would love that. Yeah, that's what everybody. Every, I think the women want that too. Actually, I think we talked about this last time. I was like, these dads when they'll be like, it kills me, dude. I only get my kids Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, that's the jackpot, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like that's a dream that's come amazing. true. Yeah, you don't have to do any of the fucking shit with them on the weekends. Yeah, be a fucking animal on the weekends. Yeah, and then you hang out with them on like the school nights. Yeah, and you watch. You get the easy. Kid stuff. You yeah. watch movies and like do whatever it is you want whenever you want always, and then you get the benefit of being a dad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That sounds magical to me. Look man. at how calm you made this pig. I mean, yeah, but she was calm when she was with you. As soon as I picked her up, she started snarling and snorting like I was putting her in my if, sandwich. But if I did that right now, if I did that right now, she would do that again. Yeah, but she calmed down immediately with you, dude. Well, I mean, God, I don't know. Dude, what is it about even female pigs fall in love with you, <laughs> dude? Uh, you talked to any any what what, what? I, I always said that uh, that little kids and dogs like will like take a shine to me. You should be arrested for that statement. <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds, but like dogs, like I get that a lot with yeah. people's dogs, where they'll right. be like, "Oh, he doesn't like anybody. He likes you." Like no, dude, I get that a lot. The thing with you is what I've is what I've gotten to know about you from being you know close friends with you now for these years is you're a very responsible person. A lot of comics, especially comic, like responsibility for people in our comedy world, usually only get it when like life hits them. You know, you got a kids, you right. got a, a wife or a husband, whatever. But you don't have those things, but you're still like respond, like you're more responsible than most. I mean, I'm drinking through Ozempic. I don't know how responsible yeah, but I am. I'm but... not saying you're batting 100%. None of us are. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's like, it's, it's, it's... I I know what you mean. Like, you know, my, my, my therapist will often say that. Like, you know, you need to be you need to go a little easier on yourself, yes. man. Like you're you're a respectful person. Like you 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 do the right thing. Like yes. you know what I mean? That's I'm not the saying, thing about you. You always the sto dude, the stoics always say he gets so mad when I talk about the stoics and stoicism, but the stoics always say Always do what's right. If you're just always doing what's right, that's rule number one. No matter if people are looking at you or not, you always do what's right. And I feel like you always do what's right. Dude, you do. I mean, you thank you. That's a huge uh, compliment. You do always I, I, I do mean, what's look, right. I'm, I'm human. Even though I, it's annoying sometimes. Well, I'm but, like, I want to fucking embezzle and swindle some money from Sal, and you won't let us. Uh, yeah, but you know <laughs> You don't do anything wrong, though. Like, what do you do that's like, I don't, I, I think I could say the same thing about you. Um, I try to do I try to do what's right, um, but I, I at times there have been times in my in my life since I've been an adult where I'm like oh you know uh, like I'm talking about like like not trying to get away with things but like you'll do 
like even like with responding to people, like you'll always respond even if you don't want to. Like, see, <laughs> where, where does she want me? Does she is that does she, she want wants? food? Yeah. Oh, all right. See, the pig likes me. That's it. The uh, hi, sweetheart. The so uh, nibbling on your nipples. <laughs> That's a good color on you, dude. Purple's a good color on you. Oh, thanks, dude. You're full oh. of compliments today. What are you, why are you? Why are you so complimentary today? Because what? I feel like you need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, no because... I, I, I know what you mean. Like it's, it's, it, it's uh, it's like uh, <laughs> look, I, I, I find comedians. This is not me patting myself on the back. This is me making a sweeping generalization about comedians. I find comedians to be, for the most part, despicable. Right. Like I, I don't like them. I, I think that they're selfish. I think that they're vain. I think that they're fucking babies. Right. Uh, the whole act of what we do is let me be the only one on stage and everyone look at me yeah. isn't in fact narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. So, and I get that part of it, and I'm guilty of that, and I'm guilty of. Yes, so of we're all guilty of these qualities, but I, I think in general, and like, look, I, I've met a lot of musicians that would say the same thing about musicians in right. in, in different capacities or whatever but like i just find you know i shouldn't say comedians are it's 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 a lot of people in the arts in general i find them to be really grossly uh self-indulgent and um you know i'm self-indulgent too but it's one of the reasons i remain sort of this perpetual bachelor is because i'm like until i know that i'm ready to not be i'm not gonna drag somebody else Right. into it unless i know i can give of myself properly to that person right Yeah, but i think but i think sometimes what happens with that attitude towards it because i get it, it's like when people say they don't want kids are waiting for the right time i think sometimes like it just has to happen and sure. then it, if if because if not then you'll just go another 30 years and but maybe that but that's what it depends what you want right yeah yeah and i think too that a lot of the time you know I'm not saying I don't have anybody in my life that I love and that I'm not selfless with. Obviously, I do. But, like, um, I think when you when it's the right person in the right scenario, even if it's just a friend, uh, I think you'll want to give to that person. Right. And it won't feel like a chore. I think a lot of times the reason it feels like a chore to people in relationships is because they don't want to be in that relationship. Sure. You know? Uh, it's like what podcasting feels like sometimes. Yeah, and you got to remind yourself like yeah. how good podcasting is to you. Yeah, you know, I was complaining about my podcast schedule to Vito on the walk to get coffee, and and he was like, uh, "I was like, oh, it's this," but then you know, we always got to do Hey Babe and Taste Buds. He's like, "How often do you guys have to do it? Like a few times a week?" I was like, "Twice a month." And <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Oh, well." <laughs> I think too, like, like I'm complaining about no, a job no. I have to do twice a month. But also too, like, I, I like when we when we uh, complain about it, it's not complaining about I don't want to do this, or it's and it's not complaining about you know like not in, appreciating it. We do appreciate it immensely. To me, the complaining is about the pressure of I have to make it good. Yeah, that's true. And there's like a worry about that and a stress that comes from it. And then you start going, it's, it's like, it's like having, I, look, I'm, I would never equate podcasting to working in a factory or something, but it's like, if you have a challenging job, even if you love your job and respect it, sometimes you don't want to do it because of the challenge. You know what I mean? Right. And it is challenging in its own way to keep a podcast interesting. 
right? Fine. I'm in my head right now. I'm like, I'm not me being too. interesting enough. I'm not like being funny. Like, you know, like. Me too. That's, you know? that's, that's what it is. It's like, even, even like sometimes with this episode, I'm like, all right, we did the pig bit. Let's just fucking go. Let's go have a drink now. Yeah. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? Yeah, right? I mean, it's, I know. It's, it's, are you staying in the city until DJ Squish Mishmash? What's his name? It's slushy. <laughs> no, dude, how about this? Tell me if you think this is stupid, what I'm doing. So, well, not, well, after you have Mike Cannon on, we're going to do edibles and just have fun. And that, but Wait, that, what's th- going on? I'm going to do edibles with Mike, Mike Cannon after you. He's the third guest. I'm doing three oh, today. Oh, oh, okay. But, that's, okay. That's, but then what I'm doing tonight, and tell me if this is just dumb, as a comic who I swear to God look up to, who's got more years in the game, who I trust your opinion. Thanks, man. So I, you know, with this strike and everything, right, I was like, I started thinking about, you know, even I'm SAG, but I'm, I, we don't make our living so much from the Screen Actors Club. Right. We're comics. But in some ways, you know, with like putting our specials out on different platforms, they gave us money up front, these networks, whenever many years ago. And then they've continued to profit off it all these years later through Spotify and whatever. Right. So I was like, why don't I just take my old bits, go to New York Comedy Club, re-record them for audio only, same material, but because they, they own that performance. I'm like, but now let me monetize these bits in a way I never have. Is that just the dumbest thing ever? Oh, I think it's a great idea. I think maybe I'm going to do that too. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> no, because Colin Quinn told me it's I so I have two stupid. hours of material at least that I could re-record. No, because Colin was screaming at <laughs> yeah. me about it. Who do you think you are? Like He was like, what the fuck? Oh, like retiring material like Seinfeld did? You've, you've barely started comedy. I'm like, no, I know. But he was screaming at you about what? Because I told That you shouldn't re-record them? He was like, don't do that yet. It's, it's going to be a bad luck, look for you. I was like... Oh, well, maybe he's right. I don't know. I mean, but that's could, what I'm saying. He got in my to, head about it. Look, I think, to put it into a very crass analogy, I think the contracts and deals we signed to do those specials and those albums, whatever, and I did... I, you know, I still get, I get residuals. I get my, you know, I get... From I, Sirius. Yeah, because they play... I made a lot of money last quarter on uh, uh, the Sirius spins, mainly from Comedy Central, because they run my two half hours, and then my hour, the the album is with them too. But you don't get hour. paid from them. You get paid from them? Yeah, I get, I get, I get, well, my sound exchange... No, me. but I don't think I no, think I get paid, paid from the other stuff. No, I get a residual check. No, Comedy Central does residual money spins because they send me a separate check. I believe. Really? I think. I don't think you do because well, I think it, com- at least my contracts comedy. I don't get a dollar. Let's for- let me. So then let me let me take it back to the original analogy though. Let's say that that's the truth. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, you know, man, it's and I, I don't mean to be crass, but it's kind of like when you hear these stories of like, oh, these people had sex and this person signed a, a, a an NDA, NDA and 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 accepted a hundred thousand dollar payoff to never discuss it ever again, and then years later they're like, well, I'm mad about that, and it's like, well, but but you made it, a, you made a deal, right? That's- you made a deal. This guy, this guy was a judge. He said nobody can know about this. Yeah, it was cheating on his you wife. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you were his secretary. What nobody's saying that it was a that it was a moral situation. But the point is, is you entered into a consensual contract and you accepted a fund of an amount of money to say this is the agreement. Right. You know, it's like and I'm not saying all of those are fine. I'm just, you know, just right. trying to make sure I don't say the wrong thing. But 
you know, um, I kind of think that's kind of what we did with that. Right. It was like, we're going to make a deal. Comedy Central said, listen, you, wanna, you want us to show your little sweet ass to the world. We're going to do that for you. And here's what you're going to get for right. that. And that's the end of it. So and that, that's, that's how this deal is going to work. And I said, okay, I, I want to be exposed. I want to be exposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put me on the corner and let well, me I, dance. But I see that's, I guess that's the struggle that I have too with doing this. I'm like, you know, I kind of, like even when like Dave Chappelle, I know like when he was like upset about something with Comedy Central a few years ago about like some deal that he made that wasn't right. It's like, well, it's unfortunate. Like if you sign a bad deal, early in your career that's just what happened that's life but i think like with this strike that's what these that's what everyone's trying to change now you yeah, know there's a big it. difference between changing things as you move forward and trying to and betraying of, a, an agreement you made but here's in the past but, but here's the well, thing. what's Emil? i mean emilio is probably a pig on your lap <laughs> emilio doesn't care at all uh, Emilio I mean, has a, our manager has a ponytail. What do you think he's going to tell me to but do? But also, too, uh, <laughs> he's going to tell me to also, just go get the money. Also, too, here's the other side of it that Colin is not speaking to, or at least I don't think, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did. But the other side of it is, and this is the side of it that Emilio might say, yeah, who cares? There is a term limit on that contract. Right. And it does say, after a certain amount of time, we just own this capturing of this. You can redo it. Oh, so maybe I'm fine. To like, do it like you know, why you would want to? I mean, you see musicians, especially rappers, do that a lot, where they re they sign bad deals with their huge hits, right? And then they re-record these songs that have made millions and millions of dollars for the music industry that appear on like every '90s party mega mix, you know, like you know, like "Wild Thing" by Tone Loke or so, a right, song right, like right. that. I don't know if he's one of them, but but my point is, is like you see it a lot on iTunes and, and Apple Music or whatever, where it says, you know, it'll say re-recorded in parentheses, and that's why, that's why you do it. They're it was, making the money now for themselves. Yeah. So, but I will say this: it, I understand, I understand why they're doing it. It never sounds as good. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, you never would want to listen to that version of it. Like, and I don't say that to shit on them. It's just you can't recreate lightning in a bottle. And I feel like those captures of those yeah. things we did in the past, it's, it, they're their own lightning it's better, strikes yeah. in a bottle. Well, even, even me, I've been going back to my last specials and listening. And first thing is I'm like, I listen to my stand-up and I'm like, oh, those jokes they were like you know 10 years ago not proud of them and then even worse i'm like i'm still doing versions of them but you're not talking about my dad and puerto ricans you're not going to get <laughs> you're not going to get anything more out of re-recording them than you will out of the old versions if those old versions get played on serious you get sound exchange I, I, money. For my con i do not get any money from them that's that's wrong there's no way you have a different con there's let's put it let me rephrase that there's no way you have a worse contract than I have. I think I do. There's no way. No, I think I do because I think you recorded yours at a different time. I think, but I don't get a dollar from anything that they play on. If I recorded a special for a network and they and they are playing it on series, I, I would, don't get paid. I would they get the I money. I would look into that first before you go through this whole rigmarole thing you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, why would? But what? What? I'm not saying Colin's wrong. But it sounds like he had a very visceral reaction. What well, was think, his reason for because that? Because I think he thought I was trying to say, like how Jerry Seinfeld like retired his material. 
his old bits or that he had that special where he said, like, this is the last time I'm going to do these bits or something like that. I think he thought maybe I was trying to do that, but I wasn't trying to do that. I was just saying I just want to re-record my stuff so I can monetize it now because it is my material. But it's already retired anyway. It's like like you, you put a special saying. out. What are you going to do, redo it on well, the that, road? Like Because then the fan, your fans are like, no, 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 we no, saw I, this already. I was going to do My thought was like... No, I'm saying to Colin, to counterpoint what Colin's saying... Right. I'm saying... Look, retiring is a little dramatic, but my point yeah, is, is I like, mean that, yeah. my point is, is like, I would never go out and re- unless it was like, hey guys, twenty years ago I recorded a special for Comedy Central that I'm very proud of. I'm going to tour that hour, yeah. like as a unique, you know what I mean? Right. But like, I would never. I shouldn't say never, but the chances of me pulling bits out of that and right. doing them at a current show, yeah without revising them or adding something or whatever like right. I, I i don't know why anybody would do that i think colin doesn't do that he's very no. like on to the next thing on to that yeah and, and so yeah. so i was just like i'm just gonna go to these comedy clubs and ju- it was literally for audio only but i guess not i don't know i'll see i Who hope he, I he's have... gonna hear this and he's gonna call me and yell at me yeah i don't think he's joe gonna... let me tell you why yeah. it's different when i do it i'm <laughs> a legend <laughs> I know that's just going to scream. How at about me. this? These people yeah. who are striking in LA, yeah, go back to that Vito RV. The 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 they they fucking cut down the trees where they're uh, they shave the trees where they're uh, striking so they they can't get any shade. Dude, these studios they really are, are scumbags. They, they're they're. I mean, they I mean, are is, fucking scumbags. It is wild. It's actually hilarious how big as scumbags these guys so, are. So I'm gonna say something. Zoom in, Vito. I shouldn't say this. Just do it, dude. You already fucking uh, did the Look Ozempic at Pig bit. Vito shaking his head I like, know, yeah, dude. fucking hang he, yourself. Pig. Hang yourself as he sits behind yeah. the fucking he boards. He's trying to fast yeah. tonight till 5 o'clock because he needs to one start. He needs to he's wearing tonight. a sandwich shop on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that you should do. I'm posing an intellectual conundrum. Okay. All right. I'm not saying anybody should do this. I have friends that work in these places. I talk to them all the time. I am not saying I think I'm going to do this. I'm not saying I think people should do this. But I do think it is an interesting uh, 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 thing to ponder. Why is it that if to the average person in the entertainment business, which let's be honest is is is, is a liberal on paper, for the most part. We have another name for them on Staten Island. <laughs> Why is it that if one of your friends took a job at Fox News, you would have extraordinarily ethical issues with them? Okay. Uh, potentially even severing ties to say the damage they did. Uh, yet, what about the people that work at these studios that are cutting the, the trees down? So, that, Have you ever seen something no i mean i mean of course we've seen things that are that inhumane but that is so inhumane sure it's disgusting yeah and i'm like we are watching and and the biggest mistake they're making with this with these and i'm in both unions so i'm on strike but like the biggest mistake they're making here especially with the sag one is they are putting famous people all over the press for this and i don't think that that necessarily is a mistake because i think the press is shit and I think they're the the, the 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 biggest pariahs in the United States, more than political it's the figures. hundred percent yeah. the yeah. press. And I mean the corporate news media by the press. Right. And and not not just, but but 
the press. I don't mean right. I'm not. Cons- I don't mean pot. I'm not. I don't consider Rogan the press. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't consider this podcast yeah. the press. Yeah. We try to have like investigative journalists. We are. Idiots. Yeah. I'm talking about people that go out there and say we are presenting you the news. Right. The, 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 you, you. If you can show me an outlet that does that without a narrative behind it, I, I'm all eyes yeah. and ears. Anyway, but the fact that they are putting famous people in front of this and as the face of this, I go nobody gives a fuck. And then the fact that. Everybody involved in this is saying to the viewers across the country, keep watching. Don't stop supporting the artist by not watching. What you need is to not watch because the only thing these fucking studios will listen to is a money stoppage. Right. And if people start, the common people, the plumbers and the bakers and and whoever, stop subscribing... And the money slows up. That's when these fucking studios are going to start to play yeah. ball. Yeah. But in the meantime, you talk to an average person. Did I talk to my friend uh, about this? Uh, he goes, "Good, good. Let them all fucking cannibal." And I go, "I go, buddy. You know you're talking about me, right?" And he goes, "Why well, didn't mean you?" And I go, "That's the problem. Yeah. You think that right. this is about Johnny Depp right now? Yeah, it's not. It's about- not. No, it's about the middle class." Of the like the the middle class of of actors and actresses and and writers, there's a guy, a friend of mine, Mark Gessner. Mark is I think his Instagram's Mark Gessner picks. He go follow him. He's you know out there striking. He's out there. He's he's open about. It. He's like you know he was a working actor. He still is a working actor for you know you know not all the strikers, but for 15 years been an actor. Now he's back at a, 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 a old bartending job because you know of the strike and he had a good point he was like you know the media is doing this thing on purpose where they're keep saying hollywood is on strike he's like it yeah. is not hollywood it is 87 percent that's what i just said they're doing it on exactly. purpose he yeah 87 percent of sag yep. sag after actors don't have don't even qualify for health care, which is $25,000 a year, I believe. He's like, so it's not about them. It's about everybody else. But he said the press is doing that. They're doing that on purpose yeah. to make it to make this an evil thing. Right. And they're doing it on purpose because it makes for a better story. And they're also in cahoots with every one of these fucking streamers and yeah. production houses. It's all it's all part of the same hypocrisy, Kay. Uh, it's it's all connected like and that's not a conspiracy it is it's all corporatized it makes me fucking laugh where it's like people are like boycott fox news it's like okay so just fox news not yeah. all the other fox things yeah so you still want to applaud you know uh 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 herschel is in trouble or whatever the fuck that show was yeah. on fx with with uh, jesse eisenberg yeah uh, but you want to talk about it's the same company, the same guys. It's the same exact company. I like it's so wild. Everybody thinks that there's like a good guy, and there's they don't exist. It's all they're all in it together. But I think the main well here here we are by the way with a monopolized uh, 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 industry, absolutely monopolized industry. I don't know how it was even legal for these studios for four studios to do a big tobacco and buy up everything. I don't understand how it was legal, but it was somehow. They are undoubtedly in fucking cahoots with one another. Right. Uh and they here we are. This is this is what a corporatocracy is. The studios will spit in your face by cutting leaves off of trees so you don't have shade. Right. By telling the protesters where they're allowed to pick it. That's I mean, wild. Yeah. This is insanity. Right. This is insanity. You think the Teamsters 
The Teamsters fit, fist fought the cops. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. fist fought the cops. <laughs> yeah. When they would say, get out of here with your picket, they yeah. would fight the cops. cops yeah. Uh, that guy, Frank Sheeran, the guy from The Irishman, yeah. he was arrested on the same picket line like 36 times because because <laughs> they would get arrested, then they would go bail the guy out, then they yeah. would go right back to the picket line, right. get arrested again, go to jail, get bailed out, go right back. Like insanity. Right. So, so the fact that this, the, the, these studios, the, it is wild. They are spitting in the faces of the public. They are showing you just how big their dicks are and how little afraid they are to lay those dicks on a table right in front of you. And, and here we are. This is, this is what living in a corporatocracy is. Because guess what? Nobody's going to get the deal they want. Yeah, right? Very unlikely. Yeah. Um, and even if these studio, this is the problem. I hope this doesn't happen, but I would bet every dollar in my bank account. This, this would, this, if this, if this was the case, this is what the outcome would be. These studios could come back tomorrow and say, under some weird circumstance, we will, we will never negotiate, resign or walk. That's the end of it. And people would still resign and people would still keep giving their money to these companies. Right, because people ha- cannot grasp a concept of stop going here and go over there for six minutes and right. just try it out. Right, you know what I mean. Right. So well, you, you're still, but like even you, like you're striking, but even you're still watching everything, right? Like you're still watching TV and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, and 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 I and, and here's the thing. The, the SAG organizers are saying, don't cut the subscriptions off. So maybe there's something I'm not understanding. Uh, but, you know, I'm certainly not going to cut off my nose to spite my face. If SAG right. is saying, don't cut it off, I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to... When am I going to be the only asshole that doesn't get to watch TV tonight? Right. But, like, you know, I, I think, in my opinion, if they tried to organize the public to strike on, on their own accounts... But that's also unfair and shit to the public. It's like some guy works an 11-hour day. He's got to come home and not watch TV Yeah, now. he's got to watch our fucking podcast. I mean, honestly, podcasts... It's so funny, dude. Podcasts are following the cable television model like and the network TV model. We're not even supposed to be technically doing this, I don't think, as SAG members. Because I don't think you're Why? supposed to promote anything. Oh, but promote... Like, not- I, I, I had an actor who was supposed to come on. He had to cancel because he was like, I can't do it. During the strike, you can't you, you, promote movies. You you can't promote movies and TV shows unless you're already contractually obligated to do said promotion. Thank God I don't get any acting work. I can just keep promoting my dates at the yeah, Borgata. I mean, I mean, we we can promote this. This isn't this so, isn't acting. No. Yeah, so we could. So like actors and actresses can just do. They this. can do podcasts. That's what they'll do. Depends on what they're promoting. If they're promoting a movie coming out that they're in, there it is. They there, can't. There's a ban on promotion in every form. They can't do interviews, tours, fan expos, conventions, podcast appearances, award shows, or even post about a project on social media. It appears... Okay. I, I, I just don't understand. that. That's not... Got, nobody... <laughs> it just drives me crazy. It's like, guys, nobody... Look at what just happened with Indiana Jones. Look at what just happened. And The Flash. These were supposed to be the two biggest movies of the summer. These fucking things, by the the standards of what they were supposed to hit projection-wise, fucking flopped. They were financial failures. There is nobody more exposed to the public than Harrison Ford and Ezra Miller, especially with all Ezra Miller's uh, infamous behaviors and everything else. 
The Flash had Ezra Miller. It had Michael Keaton. It had Ben Affleck. It had, uh, one, uh, what's her face? Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. It's like, it's like Indiana Jones. It's, it's Harrison Ford. It's like... It's an iconic movie franchise. This is, these were supposed to be huge. They got all the press in the world they ever could have needed to promote these things. They fucking bombed. Why? Because people were like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to watch it. Meanwhile, they got eight movies every round of Oscars that, you know, or, or, or better yet, <clears throat> Paranormal Activity comes out. They make it for 13 grand or whatever the fuck they made it for. And it makes $300 million and nobody's heard of it. Why? Because people are telling each other, you got to see this fucking thing. It's crazy. Right. Right? When will these fucking idiots learn that that's not going to do anything? <laughs> they're yeah. still going to put the movie out. And if people want to watch it, they're going to fucking watch it. You think some fucking guy who's a fan of anything in any way, shape, or form needs a fucking interview with Keanu Reeves on The Tonight Show to go, oh, oh, that movie's coming out? Yeah, they These know. These fucking idiots, we're all on Google every day, or on the internet yeah. every day. They're fucking dumb. Why do you think Barbie is doing so well then? What do you think it is about Barbie? Well, the brand is like, and That's it's what, also that it's a, like a feminist. Yeah. You know, so there's I've heard an it's audience. fantastic, the movie. I heard it's great. Yeah, that my Jasmine just saw it. She said it was fun. She was like, I want to go back and see it with just you. Really? Yeah, she was like, we, she took the kids to see it. She's like, I want to go back and get smuggling flasks and drink and watch oh, it with you. I'll go see. I want to see it Come for my podcast. I'll, I'll go see it with go you. Go see it with you, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm here to talk to you about KiwiCo. I talk about KiwiCo on every podcast because I love it, because the kids love it. They do activity after activity on KiwiCo. Hey, there she is. So they're not doing the Kiwi Co. activity right now. Uh, we're watching Cobra Kai, but once Cobra Kai is over, we're going to do Kiwi Co. When these crates come to the door, my kids go nuts. Listen, if you want your kids to get away from the devices, get off the tablets, get away from the TVs, and do something creative and fun and interactive that's not only going to be cool for them and fun for them, but also help them learn stuff, then Kiwi Co. is right for you. Listen. They've got all different types of projects, art projects, science projects. My kids built a little pinball machine. They built headphones. What else have you built, Delilah, with KiwiCo? Um, the volcano. Remember the volcano that erupted that we built together? That. Um, we built. Um, what else? So for, for my. Oh, a robot. Oh, they built a robot. Right. You built so, a bunch of stuff. From my school. Uh-huh. Um, you go, you get KiwiCo's at your school? Yeah. Oh, great. But we have to bring them home and do them. I know, you bring so, them home and do them. We love for it. For Christmas. Uh-huh. One, for the Christmas one. Yeah. I got this little playhouse they had to build that had little people that you decorated with. Um, you had, got a little playhouse with little people that you decorated? Right. Yeah. Oh, that Christmas one. I remember that. Well, listen, that's uh -huh. amazing, honey. Let me hold on. Let me just tell the people where they can go to get this. All you have to do is go to kiwico.com. And if they put in the promo code chaos, they're going to get 50% off their first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code chaos at kiwico.com. So that's what they're going to do. Do you think your school used the promo code chaos? Yes. Can you tell your school when they order them to use the promo code chaos? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it'd be great for us because we'd make some more money. Okay, this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, if you're going through some 
mental health issues, even if you're not, if you just, you know, want to talk to someone, get feelings off your chest, BetterHelp is the place for you because, you know, going, getting up and getting out and going to a brick and mortar therapist, it's rough. It's, it's, you know, you got to get there, you got to get dressed, you got to sit in traffic, you got to get on the train, however you get in there. BetterHelp is done entirely online from the comfort of your own home, office, wherever you'd like. And you just fill out this brief questionnaire and they match you up with a licensed therapist who's right for you. And it's really amazing. BetterHelp has helped people all around the world because it's done online and uh, and it's awesome. And whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected with what you really want and how to navigate life. So right now, if you go to betterhelp.com slash chaos, that's better, <clears throat> that's betterhelp.com slash chaos, you're going to get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash chaos. 10% off your first month. Go do it. All right, kids? Yeah. I just, I was telling them, I just started watching Cobra Kai. Like, because I just, I told for the first time ever in my life. That I'm, first season's unbelievable. Dude, the first, I just saw The Karate Kid for the first time ever two days ago. I've never really? seen The Karate Kid oh, one. Dude, that's a great movie. So I watched all three of them and now I'm watching Cobra Kai. And what I like about Cobra Kai is their, their, their jokes, uh, like they have, I, I, I like that they have all different types of, like they make the new Karate Kid Latino. They have uh, another main character, like racial. I love all that stuff because I'm like, this is great. But what I the the thing that I would always hate is when they would try to fucking like just harpoon in like these societal issues. And I feel like Cobra Kai does a good job of like when he's making yeah. fun of the kids, he's like, what do you have a fucking peanut allergy? Like this isn't the real world. Like, yeah, no, there's I, no, I, and I, I love it. When he's we, like, yeah, because you're a pussy. That's yeah, why. We, that's, we, yeah, I love yeah. that because I'm like, there's truth to that. Like yeah. you can't coddle everyone. Jazz was saying Barbie is kind of in a way that way. There's a great, uh, there's a great scene in the new season of It's Always Sunny where they go to Risky Rats. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese takeoff, and uh, Mac and this little kid get in trouble for fighting. Right. And they keep through the entire episode talking about, remember when we were kids, they had the punishment room, like they yeah. had to go to, and they go to the punishment room, and this guy, this like counselor dressed up as like a duck or something, he's like, are you feeling okay? Like, da 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 yeah. and, and, and it's funny, but Mac does this great speech where he's like, this is bullshit. He's like, the only way you learn is through shame. Yeah. Stop like trying to make us feel okay. Like I didn't learn anything because you didn't make me feel ashamed of myself right now. Right. And without shame, you don't learn to be better. You you don't not want to be bad again. Right. Because that's the only thing that stops you from being bad is right. going, I feel sh ashamed about that. Right. And uh but you know, man, I, like, wait, does Cobra Kai season two start to suck then? Because you said the first season. No, was two's good. great. Three is when I started to be like I stuck in there for three. Three, I was disappointed. The problem, the problem I had with the show was, and I, and I think they're very aware of this. I don't think like it's, it's. I think it's being done on purpose. But like, Karate Kid is an awesome movie. Karate Kid Two is very whatever, and the third one is a is a bad movie. Um, I, once Cobra Kai got into territory where I'm like, you're like recreating the worst aspects of the franchise now, like. Right. Like you like this started as an awesome sequel to the original movie that I thought was worthy of the original movie. And right. now it's just you're bringing in all the stuff from part 3 and and I'm like this is getting like corny. This it is kind of sucked. Like there's like a karate war in the valley like I'm like this is stupid. Like right. I just I don't know. So I you tailored it off. 
I thought so. People still love it, though. Dude, the guy, the the actor, the lead guy, you know, who owns the Cobra Kai in the first one. I mean, that guy, he didn't have any acting. Like, his acting career got revitalized with this show, right? No. He had, was he even acting? He's in some stuff. He, he, I think he directed some stuff. I think he actually won an Oscar for a short film he directed. You want to feed the pig? <laughs> where's the where's You're all the, over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Welcome to Chrissy Chaos. in your hand? Yeah, just feed How the, much? Just a little? Feed the pig. Should we? Should I feed him some meat bites? <laughs> you hungry, dude? Not really. The Ozemp. No? The Ozemp just, it, it just knocks, that's a weird feeling, right? I, I'm telling you, people. No, I, go ahead, sorry. Well, look. Here, I'll tell you what it here's is. Here's what I think about this stuff, though. And again, this is just my stupid opinion. But I think that any type of these shortcuts, it, it's all, it's what it is, is, is it's all short term. Like, I feel anything that makes you feel good immediately in the moment is always going to be bad for you later on. If you feel, if it's too. In theory, yeah. Because I feel, no, I'm serious. Like, like now, no, no, like, I know. this not, is the yeah. first time where like I can confidently, unless something happens, like I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, he might fall. Oh, easy, easy, there. easy, bro. Look at, dude, you're like, I'm telling you, dude, like she's just calm with you. She's a good pig. She is a good pig. <laughs> the good pig. The good pig. That's, That's the name of this episode. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. good pig. Um, no, but I feel like, like I know now, like I'm not going back to. Oh, she right? just, she all right? Is she good, Sam? Yep. All right. Um, I'm not going back <laughs> to the way I used to weigh or look or eat because my whole habits have changed. But that took months and months and months and months and months to change my brain wiring. Where like Ozempic. Or anything like that. It's just too much of a shortcut. The only, yeah, and, and that's the thing. It takes months even for the Ozempic to to take. Oh, it does. Okay. Meaning, like, it's like it's like it has an immediate effect, but apparently, it takes months for your body to adjust and, like, you know, there's the fatigue to go away and all these other things. But what it is is basically, from what I understand, a drug that is saying to you, "Hey, you're going to learn how to." behave like a normal person when it comes to your appetites right you're not going to have nine drinks in a night you're going to have three you're not going to eat a whole dessert you're going to eat a couple oh, sorry you okay there's the clip did i give her that bowl or no dude you, you knocked over my daily dad book and my what's that children's book what does it mean to be American? Yeah, dude, you should uh, read it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you should read it only to your non-Puerto Rican kids. I know. I don't have any. <laughs> now, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but what's it called, man? Like it's like you you know, you uh like like last night, like okay, like yesterday, right? Right. I went to I'm not by the way, I'm not in no way saying Ozempic is the same as the hard work you've done. I'm just saying like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying I needed my brain rewired in right. a way where I'm like, because because I will give in all the time. Right. I will always indulge. And then like my, my last round of blood work, I wasn't in bad shape, but the doctor's like, you're sliding in the wrong direction again. Like, we've got to get you back on track. So you were in the right direction and you slid to the wrong. Yeah, not terribly, because I, I was on Staten, and I dropped my Staten to almost nothing. Staten Island. Yeah, she was like, oh, God, those pigs. I know, right? Yeah. I'm moving, dude. I, did I tell you that? You're definitely moving? Um, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's looking like we're going to move. To where? Uh, well, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Ah, oh, fucking Queens. Who cares? 
I'm thinking about moving to Queens. What? I'm thinking about moving to Astoria. Oh my God. Why yeah, I'm dead serious. I, I, I got a, a thing for an apartment today because I want a bigger apartment. I found like a three bedroom out there with a yard. It was like twenty five hundred dollars a month. I was yeah. like, this is crazy. Yeah. So you don't care if you're in Manhattan yeah. or not. No, I I care tremendously, but I'm just like I can't do this anymore, man. Right. I can't live like I I, I I'm thinking about moving, and I'm like I can't justify moving into a two bedroom apartment in Manhattan and paying five thousand dollars a month. Probably more, at dude. least. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to up it in a year. And, and they have the ability to go, fuck you, it's 6000 now. And you go, but that's, come on, that's not fair. And they go, sorry, demand, tough yeah, shit. Then leave. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I'm going to go to one of the outer boroughs. I was thinking about Brooklyn. But Queens, I'm like, I don't know. The, the problem with Queens is it is so off the beaten just path. shit. Oh, wow. Wow. That, dude, that's, what, that's an Ozempic shit. I heard you, bear, you shit in like little nuggets, right? It is weird. It does do weird stuff to you. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> you want to get in? You need to. Yeah, go ahead. This is Sam, everybody from New York Teacup Piggy. She's Thanks, wonderful. Um, yeah, there it is. This, God, just you a, know when she, like Sam little... usually goes to gigs for this pig. It's probably like for kids parties and yeah. stuff. She came to this today. There's all this filth coming out. Yeah, of Yeah, she's mouth. like, I'm listening to these. I'm listening to these fucking depressed alcoholics just bitch about their strike line. She's like, I got to fucking bring pigs to a party for these so, animals. <laughs> here she exactly. She's so like, the real the... animals are the humans. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing uh, that I like about what you did that I don't like about Ozempic. Uh, or so far, at least. The good thing about Ozempic is, is it, like I said, like I, needed, I needed something to rewire my brain to be like, no, this is how normal people function. Right. So like yesterday, me and Ari, I knew all day we were going to the show. Right. I can't eat a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'm not that hungry. I'm not going to eat all day. Until dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had three shrimp. I had a bowl of French onion soup, no bread. And then I got these twin lobster tails for dinner. That, Pretty that, good. That like, I ate a little bit of spinach with. No yeah. potatoes, nothing. Not Again, not because I was like starving myself. I was just like, I, I, I was like, car, heavy carbs, going to feel tired. I don't want it. Yeah. And then the, guy, the waiter knew us from comedy. He didn't say anything the whole meal. And then at the end of the meal, he goes, guys, I brought, he goes, this is on the house. Thanks for all the laughs. And he brought out this, you pig, you thought you meant the whole bill, didn't you? He just, did you hear that noise you just made? You went, oh. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought that was, I thought it was the pig. He got so excited. He was like, oh, the whole meal was free. <laughs> the, uh, no, he, uh, um, he goes, this is on us. Dude, this thing, I, I, I was like, get that the fuck away from me what right now. What was it? Dude, it was a butter cake. Oh. <sighs> Dude, it was a whole, not just, he brought us a whole cake. <laughs> Dude, it was a whole, like, that they made in a bunt pan. It was a butter cake, and it had a mound of vanilla ice cream on top, oh. and there was a bowl of homemade whipped cream on the side. Dude, and I was like. What did you do? God damn it, man. I panicked because I was like. I go, I have to have a bite of it. Like, I yeah. go, but I'm going to want to eat, and this is where it's all going to go off the rails. Dude, I swear to God, I had two bites, and I was like, that's one of the most amazing things I've ever tasted. I'm good. Really? I was like, I'm good. I don't want it anymore. I'm good. And I, again, I was not depriving myself. I was like, I'm good. And I was like, this is, dude, there was so much untouched, beautiful butter cake left. The couple next to us, I turned to them, and I go, 
hey man, uh, this is going to sound really weird. Do you guys want some butter cake? <laughs> and they were like, no, we're going to get tired. We're going to a concert. And I go, us too. Are you going to the hip? And they were like, yeah, yeah. We're and we ended up talking to them for like 20 minutes. It was awesome. But I, 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 I wanted to give it away because I was like, I don't want this. This is so fucking good. So that's the good thing about Ozempic is like, I was like, oh, this is like what normal people do. Right. Like they just go, oh, I had a couple bites. Like I'm okay. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have to have a whole slice and then contemplate having another slice after I ate a 2,000 calorie dinner at a steakhouse. Yeah. Like, you know, and all this stuff. And I added up all the calories and I was like, holy shit, man. That whole meal that what I just had, I was like, I had like, not counting the cake, I was like, even with the martini, I was like, I had like, 1200 calories yeah yeah and I, and I wasn't i didn't eat again the rest of the night i wasn't but then you now, drank now i drank which was bad and i drank to excess but the, right. the excess part of the drinking was me like i said after three weeks trying to be like fuck you ozempic i'm gonna catch a buzz tonight right and so you only did it once so again i think when your therapist says you're hard on yourself they're right because it's like you 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 for the most part night i feel like if we can just be good 80% of the time, your whole life is going to change. You don't have to do everything. Well, but he, I agree with that. That's what my clinician says. It's like she what goes, they say. John Steinbeck said, forget about, you know, now that you know you can't be perfect, go be good. Yeah. And that's what life is about, yeah. not being a perfectionist. My doctor says 80-20. She yeah, goes, live 80-20. She goes, you're not, in, you're not in a place where you can't have fun. Right. Just do it 80-20. But here's the bad part, though, about Ozempic. Because it works that way, you can't have a cheat day. Oh. Like, you could. I could have a day where I just eat junk all day. But, like, you'll eat such small proportions of it. Small portions of it. Like, it's still not even really a cheat day. Like, you're like, you're like, it's like not indulgent. Can like, you stop, just stop Ozempic cold turkey? It actually does kind of stay... No, it's it's well, yeah. You can stop whenever you want, and they say just start it again whenever you like. I, I I'm going to travel in August, and they were like, if you can't bring it with you, because it has to be refrigerated. They're like, if you can't figure out a way to bring it with you, don't worry about it. Just start it again when you get home. They're like, it will have a residual effect. Oh wow! It doesn't just shut off. It's like testosterone replacement. Like it's just there. Like even if you stop it tomorrow, it doesn't mean anything. I think even with testosterone, you have to be more consistent than with Ozempic. Ozempic is weekly, but still, they're yeah. like it starts to have a buildup. Yeah. When you hit your goal weight, you just do maintenance. I think Ozempic is shot. actually good for diabetics. I think it actually does something with their insulin, where like they, I don't know the science of it, but I know that it's like, if you're a diabetic, it's actually like good for you. Like it will help reverse your well, diabetes. But non-diabetics, I think it's just like a quick shortcut for weight loss, which I understand. But I think that it's always probably the only way, unless you're like 500 pounds, you need surgical intervention. The only way is to like, it's going to take a little bit of time, but throughout that time, you're changing who you are as a person. Well, yeah, and you have to exercise on it. You have to exercise on Ozempic? Yeah, because you'll lose muscle weight as well. So okay. they're, they're like, look, you, they're like, you don't have to be a gym rep, but they're like, you have to do exercise. Like, because okay. like it would. You'll lose muscle. Yeah, it's not good for you. And I don't have a ton of muscle to lose, but like the point is, is like, you have to do that. So like, look, dude, at the end of the day, I feel like shit today, but like, that's my fault. And also, like when you just said cannons coming in, dude. I, I, I say this without exaggeration. Three fucking weeks ago, if I was sitting here before I started this, 
and you said cannons coming in and we're going to do edibles and I was hung over, I would be like, where's a liquor store? I'll go get whiskey and like I'll sit here with you guys and drink and like right. it'll be fun. Like let's fucking hang out today. Man. Right. And when you said like, you even said like, let's go get a drink after this. Like there was a second of like, oh yeah. And then immediately I was just like, eh. no. And I'm like, I can't be mad at something that's doing that to me. Like it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's just change. It changes your cravings and shit. So I want to try to see it through to see if I get past. Yeah, but don't you, do you worry tired. that it changes you? Like, because you're a creative guy. What if it fucks with your creativity? Do you ever think about that? Or do I, I wrote, just put that in uh, your head? Pig? I wrote. I'm not kidding. Like, I finally started this novel. I've been meaning to start for a long time, and I I wrote two or three pages yesterday. Finally, and started, and I was like. Oh, like I'm going here. Like Good. The juices. Like, so no, I'm not worried about it. So, so maybe it has the reverse effect. Maybe it makes you even more creative because you're like happy about the way you feel physically most days. I, I think that helps. But I also think just not feeling like shit because you ate the wrong thing. Or yeah. Because that's part of it, too. It's weird. Like, I've had nights where, like, I'll get home from recording Taste Buds and it's like 8 p.m. And I'm like, fuck, I got to eat dinner. And, like, on those nights, I'll be like... No, my normal thing would be, okay, this is the event now, dinner. I got to get the biggest, greatest dinner I can right. delivered to my apartment immediately. And it would be a war within myself on DoorDash to not order the worst thing for me. Yeah, you used to send me pictures of your KFC. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, I'd right? wake up in the morning and be like, look what I ate last night. I'm a pig. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so the fact that like when I come home now and I'm like, Ah, fuck it, dude. I could eat a tuna sandwich and some salad. I don't care. Right. Like, and I'm fine. That's like huge, dude. And I'm like, this is, that's the, that's what I'm getting at ultimately. When I say, oh, this is like normal people. I'm like, yeah, normal people don't look at food as an event or a drug. Right. They look at it as fuel and they want it to taste good. Right. And they, they can enjoy delicious things without overindulging in them and all this stuff. And I was like... I've never been able to do that in my entire life. But I think it's because, too, like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves where, uh, like, if you just, whatever you really like, like sweets say, you just delay it and you just do it once a week even, that's so much better than just having no rules. Well, they said that that's what the, the goal with Ozempic is, is you hit a goal weight and then you go into maintenance mode with, like, I think you do a shot a month or eventually you wean off, right? And you just don't do it anymore. But... They said, like, the whole concept behind the weight loss with it is it reforms your habits to such a degree that when yeah. you're not on it anymore, you still have those habits, and then that's it. It's hard. It's way harder than we think it is to gain weight. I've been down to 180, 180 pounds in my life. Right. Getting back to where I'm at now is at two, when I started this, I was 207. That took work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? To gain it took tw- yeah. work. Yeah, because we're active. You're always walking around. You know, it was like, yeah, it was like laying, like eating over 2,000 calories in a day. Every day. 3,000 and doing absolutely nothing. Right. And then you, do you ever do the math? I've done the math where you're like, oh, I'd have to eat 3,500 calories today to gain one pound by tomorrow. Fuck it. And you'll just do it. I can eat McDonald's. Fuck it. Yeah. And then like. Then you do it. You do that once a week, and then you do it twice a week. And then uh, yeah, you, do, you know, and so then the slow next build you know, both yeah. ways, good habits and bad habits. Yeah. So yeah, I used to. I notice now that I, when I first started, only trying to eat sweets 
once a week because it's like insane for me. Like it would be like it's like I would love them like just eat muffins and cakes and whatever. I was like, I read this book, Atomic Habits, and they were talking about habit switching. We're like one bad habit, like make it make it unattractive for you or, or make it like have some type of positive habit reinforcement associated with the bad thing. So what I would do is, is I would be out to eat, say whatever. And it, the hardest thing for me is not to get dessert. Like it's, it's it was so fucking hard because I would just want desserts. So what I would do is I would order the dessert to go. And then I would, we would, me and jazz or whatever, or just if I was with whomever, I wouldn't like make an announcement of it. I would just do this. I would give it like a gratitude thing, I would give it to a homeless person. Right. And then so I started associating ordering sweets with giving it away. That's and then smart. it just became so easy for me. I probably killed fucking multiple homeless people <laughs> with their diabetes, but but That's I smart. but I've I did done that, that before with like yeah, you just like have I'll get switch. fast food and I'll be walking with it and I'll feel so bad. And yeah. then all of a sudden I'll see a guy who needs food and I just give it just to give him. Just give it to like, them. And then you start yeah. to associate those habits. You one time though, I went into one time a guy, a homeless guy was outside of Popeyes. And he, he was like, can you please help me out and buy me a meal? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go in and get you something. Yeah. And I went in and got him something, and I had to fight not getting myself something, too. Yeah. I was like, God, oh, this asshole's getting Popeyes. Uh, yeah. Did you get something for yourself, though? No. Oh. No, I fought it. I bought it, and I just walked out. That's good. I just gave it to him. All right, yeah. here we go. Let me let me do um a, a voicemail here. As always, you call in the show, get involved in the show. We typically pick Patreon members who sign up at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We uh, go to your voicemails first, 347-343-3321. 347-343-3321 to get involved in the show. Let's play this voicemail, and then we're going to give him some advice, Joey D. What's up, Christy D? This is uh, Adam from Connecticut. I uh, love the stuff you're doing, and I would like some advice on, uh, you know, dating and the biggest trouble I'm having and something that's tough for me to deal with is being short. Uh, I'm five foot three, and I believe I'm actually pretty fit. I have a good job. Uh, I've, I have trouble putting myself out there because I feel like, you know, why would anyone want to date someone short? And, you know, I actually took... Uh, time to work on my body for a while. I lost about 120 pounds. Mm. I'm in pretty good shape now, and I try to work on myself with mental stuff and saving my money and doing the right thing, but I still feel like I'm going to end up alone, and I would really hope that I don't end up alone. And it's really tough for me to deal with, and would love to know uh, your advice on that. Thanks so much, man. Have a great day. So there you go. So there was Joe DeRosa disguised his voice <laughs> and left a voicemail. That was heavy. <laughs> People are coming to you for advice. I know. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> ask him to. Um, I'm wearing a Wally's Wiener shirt. <laughs> so what is he saying? He's just like he, uh, he lost. He still doesn't feel good about himself after he did all this work to his body. Um, I, 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 why would someone want to date someone short? I mean, there's plenty of people who want to date short people. There's pl- I think the biggest mistake short guys make, because I've seen a lot of short guys do this, is try to pass themselves off as not being short. Like, right. they'll lie about their height on dating apps and shit like that. And it's like, dude, nothing is worse than not being truthful about who you are and not yeah. also just being confident in who you are. And, and confidence is, is a hard thing sometimes to acquire. I've been very... I've been very low on my own self-esteem plenty of times. So like, right. I'm not saying it's a magic wand you just wave and get. You have to work on it. But I feel like if you just have... 
whatever this guy's name is, if you just have confidence, yeah, and you become comfortable in your own skin, that's all. Nobody's going to give a fuck how tall you are. Like no. they're going to, you're going to. That's going to come off of you, yeah, because you're going to be somebody that they want to be around. Period. And I've heard women say that they like to hook up with short guys because they're typically usually pretty good in bed because they feel like they have a lot to prove, so they'll just fucking pound you. Yeah. Well, there you go. That can't you hurt. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Just pound it out. And that you're in shape hurt. now. You're five foot three. You're like a little fucking jackhammer. I would get. Yeah, I mean, I look. I know a lot of short guys. Dude, that, yeah. that, like, look at you know, it's a good example. I, I don't say it to be Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart's a great example. Yeah. Aaron Berg's a good example. Oh yeah, Aaron Berg's a short guy. There's not one. There's ne, I've never once looked at Aaron and been like Aaron's kind of a short. I'm like the yeah. guy's just confident. He's, He's confident just confident. So what Joe's advice is is to go on steroids, be Jewish, and storm the Capitol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, it is interesting because I think being short, it's also cultural. Like there's like if you're in this culture, they. You know, whatever people might say, oh, short guys, whatever. But it's like other cultures. Like you think in Guatemala, they give a fuck if you're short or not. There were yeah, some of the shortest too, people in the world. Also, too, buddy. There's tons of women that are five three and yeah, five dude. two and five one. Four eleven. Most women are four ten. You know, That's, I date. I'm I'm tall, and it's hard for me. Sometimes I'm like oh, I'm too fucking tall. Like I'm I'm too I'm I'm too tall for a lot of the women I meet. You're not and even that tall. Uh, yeah, I guess Are you not, even six feet. I don't know. Like, if I try to go out with a girl who's like five three, it's a little. There's yeah. a little bit of a, dis, you know. I guess that's true. I guess it, yeah. That I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm average just saying woman like is five four, dude. The average. It makes woman. me feel like I'm saying like I get self conscious about being taller. My point is, is we could always be self conscious about our. Yeah, height. you could be self conscious about whatever you want. You can always move the goalposts back. But I, I just think, dude, you're five foot three. You look good. You're probably pretty jacked now. There's plenty of women. Yeah, if you're wearing that attitude out there then that's what the women are seeing not your height just yeah. get out there and you know start yeah. you know start go, just go up on a girl yeah there you go <laughs> uh no mike cannon just walked in i mean just an animal which one do you think joe joe de rosa is the one in the seat or the one in the pen <laughs> this is an emilio umbrella in here dude tonight. i know yeah emilio's fucking he's just he's starting to take a piece of the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> all right ready am yeah. i plugging yeah go ahead. plug, plug away uh, I, I major tour happening in uh, the fall, starting in the fall. I never promised you a rose garden, new hour. And I'm doing these new venues, man. I'm not doing any, really any comedy clubs on this run. It's, it's, it's performing arts centers and, and small theaters and, and music venues. So please come out. But uh, September 16th, Avenal, New Jersey. September 21st to the 23rd, Toronto, Just for Last Festival. Uh, Philadelphia, PA on November 11th at the TLA. November 17th, Pittsburgh. November 18th, Buffalo. November 30th, Denver. December 1st, Phoenix. December 3rd, Salt Lake City. And more dates are coming uh, for late winter and, and then into the new year. Um, and then also, uh, the, my, the, my band's album, Salsa Windfall, it's out now. Yeah, we right? didn't get a chance to talk about your music. Salsa right. Windfall, go check it out. We talked about yeah. it on Hey Babe. I love that. This, this on is all the digital platforms. This is the same tour. Dude, Emilio's, every city you're in, Emilio's got me there the next week. <laughs> Fucking scum. <laughs> oh, I'll my, be there at Skank Fest where we belong. I have two albums out. My Salsa Windfall, the music thing is out now. Please go check it out. I'm very proud of it. Uh, on all digital platforms and it's for sale too if you want to buy right. it digitally but then also my my latest comedy 
it's 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 a studio recording of me doing readings of my op-ed columns, but it's called the Penthouse Papers. That's out too. Go check that out. Go check that out. Yeah. And if uh, yeah, and if you're short, if you're looking for some short kings, we got them. Short baby. kings, baby. We got short kings. If you ladies are into short kings, they're uh, they're here at the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. Thank you, Joey, babes. Thanks, Pick. buddy.